Hello, Internet. Just wanted to let you know the Kickstarter for Goblin, the Goblin RPG, is live. If you want to help make our silly game about goblins in a post-apocalyptic wasteland come to life, then come check it out by going to goblin.house. That is G-O-B-L-I-N dot house. Thanks. Now enjoy the show. No one quite knew where the Howl Packs of Innistrad came from. Not even the wolves. The Inquisition, bristling with blades and silver, say they understand this curse. It's something to be dissected, discovered, and rebuffed. But what is the good of a lie to soothe the masses, when you're living proof that their faith is misplaced? Marit was angry. It was long past a fury that had a true direction. The scars on her arms had healed, but the scars in her mind had been there before those ever arrived. She spat, hot saliva impacting the ground next to the trail of blood, steaming lightly in the chilly Stensian morning. Force of will had gotten her this far, too much on her mind to stay in the wilds. But even though the moon was waning, its call would bring her back again on baleful droning tolls like honey to her ears, just like all those nights ago. The church was confused. They knew the blessing of silver and form and spirit seared at the flesh of the wolf. But the moon, in its austere brilliance, pulled that savagery free, rending man and beast into a horror betwixt. Marie didn't see it as they did, though. She pulled herself bodily over a branch, her torn and slack clothing catching on burrs and splinters as she approached the outskirts of Palas. She knew it was silver that could destroy her, and those of her ilk. But that moon, in its own insidious way, planned the same. She grit her teeth and stared at the wooden walls of the standing barricade. Hopefully, these would be enough to protect the next one. She doubted it. Hi, Internet! Welcome back to the Spook Boys! That good old Chris Innistrad. Um... The girl's a boy, too! (laughs) The Spook Boys, featuring Spook Girl and Spook Dog! (laughs) Spook Dog Millionaire! (laughs) Every time we say a sentence, I just think to myself, is this a racist thing? (laughs) <laughs> their leader, the spook ghost, coast to coast. Um, Alright, but getting into comparatively serious, I suppose. Uh, last time on Curse of Innistrad, our uh, various vampire hunting explorers got themselves backed into uh, Palas after staying the night uh, over elsewhere. And while in Palas, uh, they found themselves a series of shopping incidents, uh, and then ended up, as in particular last time, facing off against a henchman of the uh, Baroness, a man by the name of Isaac, who is notable for his large red arm resembling that of a devil's. Uh, After an altercation involving him and Nick, resulting in Nick losing quite a bit of blood, uh, he was found by Conrad, and despite his immense confidence that he was in the right, uh, Isaac, that is, not Conrad, though they had the same case in this instance. Yeah, to be fair... (laughs) Despite this, uh, after going to see the uh, Inquisitor Sita, they had some words, and 
see the Venless wall initially resistant to the idea of doing anything punitive to Isaac was later found that he had kidnapped uh, Irina Kuliana, the her current ward that they had traveled with previous and current interest of Strefan Moore. Uh, so in recompense, she returned herself and removed said demon arm. And then later, after a series of interrogations, seeing about his relations to Maurer, which none were particularly found, she later then executed him. Uh, as for everyone else, there was a bit of love-struck triangles, some spell researching, uh, and then what is probably of most note, the first completion of a beautiful, ornate bell made with many powerful magics. However, once having completed said bell, and around the witching hour, as it were, Conrad returned to go have a rest in his room that night. But as he laid down to sleep, he heard a strange, intimate howling that called out to him. While it didn't seem to have a particular pull over him, uh, he had asserted that he was now getting up and going to find Grove to talk to him about this. So I think that's where we find ourselves. Conrad, you uh, would know that God, uh, Grove has been out... Well, Grove, would you have taken advantage of now having an inn available to you, or would you still sleep out by the stables? Stables. Fuck the inn. They're nice people, but no. For the for the animals. They're easier no. to fuck to. Yeah. <laughs> so Conrad, you it doesn't take too long to find Grove as he's nestled amongst various pieces of hay with his dog. And me. Well, straw, I suppose, rather than hay, but yes, as well as uh, Illyria being there. I presume Illyria's a lot uh, a heavier sleeper than Grove is, as Grove is consistently paranoid. I mean properly prepared, thank you. Sure. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that's wrong, but sure. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, she did live in a forest where you had to wake up the instant you heard deadly spiders coming to eat you. Wait, deadly spiders? I thought you heard so they're friendly spiders. <laughs> you like spiders? They're, like spiders. they're deadly friendly. They're so friendly, they'll kill you. Also poisonous. They can be friends. Coming to give me an excellent hug that results in all of me falling apart. Poisonous and venomous. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So, okay, but jokes aside, let's keep on. <laughs> uh, so, Conrad, you can find them resting. Uh, I don't presume you're making yourself extra quiet, just not loud enough to disturb anyone else. Grove. Conrad. Mm -hmm. I'm heading out. I could use a guide. Mm, excuse me? I'm heading out of town. Use a guide. What's, what's out of town? Aren't we? Is it the fish? No. I, when I laid down... Feel howling, echoing in my head. Illyria, get up. There's something out there. Illyria, let's, yeah. let's do some guiding. I didn't want to take on a howl pack tonight, but I guess that's what we're up to. Mm, I'm hoping there aren't any out here. This sounds just like a stressful day. Do you usually hear howling in your head when you get stressed? This would be a first. Conrad, you would note that as intimate and personal as it seemed to feel to you, it definitely didn't come from you. It was outside. Sure. It wasn't from your head. Right. Oh, okay. Could we have heard the wolves howling then? Sure, but it didn't sound like anything other than wolves howling to you. Oh, okay. Got it. I don't know exactly what's going on, but something in the forest is calling to me. Usually that's my line. All right. I'll take you to the woods at night when everyone is asleep. And where it's the most suspicious. 
but you will listen to everything we say. And if we need to haul ass out, we are hauling ass out. Sure. <sighs> All right, you. Let's get up. Uh, you pushes his paws forward, stretching out further than he was previous. Uh, but less than a second later, is standing at attention, looking serious enough to match your expression. I'll call Ruprecht along. Are you sure you want to take a glowing horse? Yes. Big scary thing, and if we're hunting wolves, they'll be hungry. I mean, even if it is, even if it is like religious. Grove, you do know. I, I suppose all of you would know, all having been native to Kessig. Horses are one of the many things that werewolves do eat. Yeah, it's big. It is a common prey that the first thing that they would eat of a person is their horse so they can no longer escape. Ruprecht is different. That's fair. I just feel like voicing that since that wasn't. <laughs> What I'm getting at is we don't really need a beacon saying where we exactly are. Ah, but that's the point, is that we won't be having a beacon. We'll be having bait. Am I wrong in saying that if something is close enough to see the glow, it was already aware of our presence? I'm more, I'm hoping it's like a moth. They'll be drawn onto it while while we're out in the woods. Unless you want to ride on it, and then it'll be even better bait. Appetizer and main course. Grove, don't be like that. You sure I should be listening to everything you say? I'm just Mark. giving you the options. If I was really being mean, I wouldn't have told you and just told you to hop on the horse. You're fine. Don't worry. I'm worried. <sighs> Call your horse. We're going through the woods. Try to avoid the guard posts. They'll want. They'll have some unnecessary questions for this time. Hey, hey! At least we have a holy man with us. That makes us way more legit than usual. It's still better to avoid questions than to have to answer them. Well, true. Right. If we get caught by the gone posts, I'll, I'll deal with them. Well, let's go see what's in the woods. All right. So, as the three of you gather up and prepare to leave to the sounds of tired sheep, you notice that even amongst the heavy cloud layers and mist that surround Stensi at the best of times, deepened by the darkness of the sky, through pieces of this cloud cover, you still manage to see the silvery light of a full moon above you. So, uh, do you directly leave? Do you make any particular preparations or find anyone else? My axe is silvered. Yeah, I don't think Grove is going to unfortunately rely on Faustus or Nick for this. He doesn't think he has the experience for this type of trick. All right. There are... staff. All right. You prepare to leave uh, what little you need. And as you head out of town to the sounds of a few men drunken cajoling, uh, you realize there aren't really any ways out of town that don't involve going by a guarded post. This is a defended town. There is not really a way to leave otherwise. Um, however, it's easy enough to go to one. I don't presume you're trying to be sneaky about this in that case? Not especially. No. Mm-mm. You get little more than a questioning eye as you approach. Uh, a question that if if you're leaving, not as to the specifics of when you'll return or anything about that. But without much of an answer needed, they, the guards operating there, both sturdy individuals, but weary at best, uh, step aside and allow you exit through the gate. Nod and keep walking. As you get outside the gate, the lights of the few workers' bonfires left scattered around some of the farmland, you once again hear a howl, all of you, deep in the distance. It sounds closer than before, and is echoed by another following one. Again, to you, Conrad, these feel personal, like someone, an old friend, speaking to you. 
like you hear emotion in it. You feel a calling. That's speaking to me. Head turn. <laughs> what? Well, I don't understand it. Then use your words. She's told me a couple of times. What? Yell back at them? What are they saying? They're saying, Ow, Grove! <sighs> you said you can understand them intimately and that they're calling toward you. If you can even give me an emotional response other than that, that will be helpful for this situation. What huh? does it feel Hungry, like? Pleading, helpful, hoping. Nothing if you can there. draw any emotion. Anger? Sadness? You've, you've been a, in a fair number of taverns. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a moment where there's someone singing in it and you find that one particular note echoes in your chest? Yeah. It's more like that. Do you have some inner part about yourself that you want to share with the rest of us? I like to think I've been fairly straightforward. No werewolf leanings that you that would help right now? I've been wearing a silver symbol of Avison for years right against my chest. You'd be surprised how much help those actually are sometimes. He pats the silvered blade of his axe. Are the are the howls any any kind of weird for Grover Eye? Uh make me a nature check. Spooky Wolfmans. Spooky Wolfmans. Let's see what Grove does, because Grove's better at nature than me. Uh you'd be surprised. <laughs> That's the nature dog, check. Isn't it? The dog is really good at uh nature stuff. The dog knows exactly what's going on. Does the dog I don't think the dog does. I think the dog's uh, the skills in arc. Two skills of your choice. Nature oh, and what? Nature. Fucking. I, yeah, I knew what the arcana. Was the other one? Did you, an arcana. Yeah, arcana. You didn't, oh no, my god. The dog has arcana. I love it. Not that they will convey this information or really. Plus one, you are the dog. It. That was me. You only have a plus one at nature? He didn't skill it. He did perception, investigation, stealth, survival, and animal handling. All right, so there's a 17, and what are our other ones here? Seven. You told them to roll. Okay. Well, uh, they are the ones that they are the ones that probably should have. Um, Grove, it's wolf howling loud. There's something happening out there. You're not exactly sure what. It could just be a hunt. It is a bright moon. Illyria, these are constructed, not as in false, but it's closer to speech, communication. Not that you understand it. Even the best of times, you would have to be using magic and speaking directly to one. It's not as if ambiently hearing noises is enough. But something is being conveyed through these echoing howls, even as they're distant at this moment. They're talking. There, see? Like, they're just... Maybe it's just a hunt, and they're letting each other know where things are. But they're conversing about... You need to keep investigating, but as per usual, be safe. Does my 17 give me any kind of tonal... Can she get the number? Because you mentioned two, but I figured that would be more information. Well, you only heard two that time. Okay. So there's at least two wolves out there talking to each other. At least two. Maybe not You can still hear the way. It requires you to... uh, Continue moving forward through the road and potentially off it. Um, have you been moving this entire time, or did you stop to assess your situation? We're probably still mo- moving while assessing. Yeah, sure. Grove's got the bow out. Just as you trudge along the gravel-laden and generally well-trodden path, it's mud, not particularly getting at more than the bottoms of your shoes. You find yourself at the part where the road continues further westward than you intend, and the sounds continue from the south. The forest 
opens up in the darkness, and as you can see, broken bits of a game trail there. Still a bit more beaten dirt than elsewhere, marked with hooves and paws, and strewn dirt and broken branches. It's almost as if a green, dark mouth is waiting for you. Okay. Go on the game trail? Is the game trail running concurrent with the road? Like, is it parallel? Is it intersecting? It's almost perpendicular. It's at a slight diagonal angle. On the map, can you show us what direction we're going? Sure. Give me one sec. So, from here, you can still see uh, the bridge moving across one of the river pieces. Here's where you are. As you have stepped out a ways, it has taken maybe five to ten minutes or so to get here. Um right down here into this forest is where you're being guided to. Okay. So parallel to the river. Parallel to the river, correct. Potentially you'll need to enter deeper into the forest, but you need to get away from the town first, as no exits lead directly to the forest. To do so would be dangerous. Knowing anything else, there's nothing practical out there. But for the hunters themselves, and they don't need to worry about it at gate. Yeah, into the game trail. Let's look this thing up one more time. Ever forward. All right. As you step out onto the broken trail, um, Conrad, you notice that with the sheer massive bulk of Ruprecht, his body lifts you into the air to the point that you are brushing up against the underside of the trees. Uh, Are you intending to stay on him the entire way? I'll get off and walk alongside him. Sure. Um, Good. Good at At what pace are you moving? Are you intending to go as slow as possible, or...? Um, I'm following Grove and Lyria's lead. Yeah, no, Grove... I, this was a question to all of you, excuse me. So, because I have Natural Explorer, we can't be lost, and Difficult Terrain doesn't slow down the group, but um, we are going to go at a slow pace. Um, Illyria and Grove will try and stake on the sides, so it looks like uh, Conrad is lost on the trail walking a horse. All right. And I um... guess I will just try and track like anything that I can hear. Yeah, um, I always know the direction north, and I always know the number of hours till sunset, sunrise, because keen mind, but... Sure. Um, so firstly, if the two of you are attempting not to be seen, you can make me stealth checks before anything else. And I need to look up whether it's uh, nature or investigation or perception that's used for tracking. Depending on what it is, I might switch to having nature. Have investigation and perception, because I wasn't sure when I made the guy which one. And that's fair. I just don't know myself. I realized this. Not a great stealth roll. Yeah, and your ability to mitigate the difficult terrain is definitely aiding this. A game trail is not ideal to travel on. I'm not rolling well tonight. (laughs) We're stealthing the same. Uh, Which is to say... Eleven. Excellent. Even with my plus eight... Oh boy, let's see what I get. Oh, you don't need to you you're being bait. No, you're bait. You're you're walking through the game trail to look like you're you're unless you're not intending to be bait, but fine, I'll be bait. <laughs> let's What's see here. Is blood beast on the workshop? Oh, survival. Why why did I forget survival is a skill? It's survival. Yeah, I got that shit. So uh Grove, you can roll survival. Master survives me. Seventeen. We're not very quiet, but you're tracking pretty good tonight. He is super focused right now. This is uh, this is ticking some memory bells. And I'm very good at listening to wolves, apparently. So, you all continue down this trail. It's 
it's rough going to say the least, shrubs and rocks and many things that would deter the path of individuals traveling elsewhere or have been straightened out through many beatings of the path are still here in the way. There are few sounds, but for that of the rustling you create, the few cracks of sticks, the large horse and Conrad still in his armor create against the floor of the forest. You still, you hear tonight that there are some buzzing of insects. It's small and the occasional hooting of owls. There isn't too much to be heard. Uh, what did you get on tracking again? 17. As you continue forward, Grove leading them and helping them miss as many large barriers as possible, you notice about a mile or so in, uh, there is signs of wolf tracks. You've seen wolf tracks around here and elsewhere, uh, but make me a nature check. Twelve. These are pressed deep into the gravel and leaves, breaking through many branches. Some of them seem to have come from the trees themselves, and it's large. Whatever did this was a large wolf, a big beast. Just one? You're uncertain to... You're unable to discern that at the moment. Okay. But you do notice as you find this that it breaks off the game trail a little deeper into the woods next to you. From what you can see of the trees, as dense as they are, almost black and encompassing, but for their needles, you do see what that they seem to clear out ahead of you into a not well-lit but open uh, copse. Yeah, he'll, he'll nod about where they, uh, he'll point out the tracks. Conrad probably has heard a couple of this since he's from Keswick. He knows a little bit probably about wolf hunting. And then he'll just nod to the, the pathway and he goes, and he'll just uh, leave you back here. It might draw them away and we can get the drop on them. He'll be fine by himself, right? Conrad? I don't know what you want me, want me to say. <laughs> just a <laughs> nod. Sure. How heavy do you think they are? Big enough to be not normal. Uh, everybody get prepped in case they are. I didn't think there were. There's only one pack. Do you move forward? Yep. Ever forward. You can all make me perception checks. I'm good at that. Yeah. Receptive. Section. Where are you on my sheet? Grimhill did real good. Oh. Wait, that's not the right roll. <laughs> Man, One bro, how do you get a 38 on your perception? Wow. That wasn't even a good roll. <laughs> oh. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Six. You <laughs> rolled a 1d204 and got a 38. <laughs> I am rolling way under average right Excellent. now. I got a six. Conrad, what's your perception roll? Actually, Puffer's got a perception roll, a passive <laughs> one. I got a crit. Sure, you can roll for that. Um, as well as you're doing this, um, if you would all uh, do me a favor and tell me the order you're marching into the... <laughs> I knew what you were doing on the road, but this is a bit of a separate area that's a bit broader, so no matter what, you're entering into this cops. If you wish to fan out, that is also an option, but please tell me how about you are going in. Let me know. I'm just moving at my pace. Let you guys figure it out. Again, letting Conrad go first, probably a little bit into the brush, and have a visualization of people and not be... You can't see me doing my hands. We're probably a triangle with, like, Conrad very slightly at the front, and Illyria and Grove kind of catty corner backwards a little bit. Is this an Asosceles triangle? And, and you're leading Ruprecht out of this place entirely? 
Yeah, the dog got a nat 20. The dog and Conrad critted. <laughs> oh god, that's not a good sign. But you're you're not inviting Ruprecht into here? No. Um, sure. It's up to Conrad. Like, but, I mean, you can bring your your horse if you your want. Massive I'm, I'm, I'm bait, right? The horse is to draw attention. And so, so is that a you. yes or a no? <laughs> I'm bringing a horse. Okay. okay. Trust the horsemen. So, all of you step forward, fanned out a good uh, 30 or so feet from each of you. A bit more in some cases. And Conrad, you move forward and the tree cover begins to break open. You find yourself now standing better lit than before, but still dark because there's no flame around here. Only moonlight peeks through the sky. And by the blessing of Avacyn and her moon, you can see this open area, thorns and trees still. But the first thing that hits you before anything you see is the smell. Oh. <laughs> it's torn, dark earth, the sound, smell of upturned loam mingling with the sickly metallic scent of blood. It's heavy, almost choking. In fact, though you've smelled blood and been to scenes of terrible gore and almost abattoirs, at this case, you are almost drunken by it. It is all-encompassing. It feels like it surrounds you. You move forward past one of the thorn bushes, and you see next to a cloud of clicking gnats the corpse of a deer. It's large, a healthy specimen. Sizable antlers, but its throat is torn out sprayed across the ground. Its stomach is ripped open and there seem to be large marks in the side, claw and tooth. It's strange how powerful the smell is, but from where you are you can see something a bit further past it. Um, one moment here. Oh no, new, new map. Wow, you, you, found, a, you found a dead, dead elk asset, huh? <laughs> how about that? That's a great asset. And a really tiny bundle of leaves next to Illyria. Yeah. You gaze past, and Grove, you hear you begin to growl in a low tone, the type that he's informing you and you alone, that there's something here, something dangerous. As Conrad, you can see out behind it, still hidden under the darkness of the tree, pressed against the bark, almost black in the night, a large wolf, standing on its back legs, its arms mocking that of a human's, but thicker than some trees you've seen. Its mouth is leaking blood, mostly stained against the fur, but its eyes sit there, staring at you. It catches eye contact with you. It raises its head back to the sky and howls. The sound is piercing, encompassing like the blood. It's all around you. Make me a wisdom saving throw. Hey, Max, are those like little sprays of black meant to be the gnats, or...? Correct. Okay. Okay. Wisdom save. It's 10 plus uh, 6. That's 16. It's leaving you with that same feeling, both the hollow and recognizing in your chest. Though as dizzying as all of this is, you are still able to steal yourself, and you know that what's before you is one of the many things as an Inquisitor you were trained to fight. It makes no emotion towards you as it lowers its head and just stares at you. By the way, is uh, something like this considered a creature in the game, par game parlance? Uh, correct. Okay. So what... So this is where my thing comes in. Does it count as a beast or a human? Well, I guess it would be humanoid. Never mind. Fuck. Ignore me. Conrad just sort of looks back at it. Well, I'm here. 
What do you want? It eyes you, still, staring, and then leans down, its large arms bristling in dark fur set against the ground, pushing deep into the earth with the weight of its body. It makes a motion with its head upwards, almost as if lifting something up with the bridge of its nose. And then gestures with its head back towards it, and then down towards the deer. Oh, dear. Mm. Um, so, Conrad, since you have passed your checks, there is no compulsion to anything. You have no penalties to anything. However, the things are still in your mind, so now let me offer you a purely simple choice. Gonna make you the wrong choice. You don't entirely know what is happening, but you know whatever it is is powerful and is calling to you, but that does not make it good. But you do know that if you follow it, it could result in something for you. If could, you do so, you will be compelled to follow to the end. Could result in something for you. It doesn't, doesn't mean it's like something it will, good. It doesn't it's seem... Like the beast, as large as it is, does not seem like it's going to harm you, at least as you've not brought in anything to arms against it. But I'm letting you know right now that you either have the choice to refuse, or you have the choice to accept, and this will just be how it plays out. Otherwise, the type of conveyance of what you're feeling inside of you would be too difficult for me to both convey and for you to roleplay without understanding completely. Right. Can I phone a friend? Um. No. <laughs> no. This is something yeah. very deeply personal to you and your character. This is something he's feeling, but again, there is not yeah. a compulsion. There's a drive, but it's not required. And so this is your decision to make. But this rests on you making it now. Something's wrong here. Anyone who'd like to follow me can. I don't demand it. And he'll start following the werewolf. Well, the big wolf. Probably a werewolf. It's on its back legs. It's probably a werewolf. It could be any number of things. There is no mistake in your mind that this is a werewolf. Fine, it's a werewolf. <laughs> I follow the werewolf. Hilario okay. <sighs> will follow after. Uh-uh! Not moving the fucking inch! <laughs> I, I give Ruprecht the option to decide for himself. After all, Grove might be protecting. You hear in the echoes of your mind, this is something for you. Do it as you will. <sighs> right. So, you advance forward towards the large wolf? Yep. Okay. As you take steps towards it, it watches you carefully, but still not aggressively low to the ground. And as you approach it, it turns and begins to leave, but turns as it does so, it turns its large, shaggy head back to make sure that you're following. Yes, yes, I'm coming. So, as you begin to follow it and walk along the path it creates, uh, we don't actually have a need for this map anymore. <laughs> I was... I was thinking about us needing the map. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Give me one moment here. I need to read one thing that I have written down here. Peace. All over the shop. So, Conrad. Yes. You continue following it. Um, Illyria as well, are you attempting to keep a distance? Yeah, if, if he's going to die like this, someone better be able to come back and tell him. <laughs> I appreciate your confidence. I mean... I think you're going to win. I do. But if you don't, someone's got to tell somebody. Okay. So you follow it along the trail it creates. 
and as you do so, it lets out another howl, but begins to pick up speed, its arms grasping into the dirt and push, propelling it forward. You run to keep up. It's fast, quick, on all fours, and moves faster than you would expect yourself to move. You would still outrun it on a horse, but you still have a feeling it's not going as fast as it could, maybe for you. As it lets out another howl, reaching into the sky, you hear another howl in response, higher pitched, definitely smaller. It again feels like a warm friend saying hello, or perhaps like family. You're accompanied by another, coming from the brush. It's smaller than this one, lighter color, a tan almost. It comes in and nods to you, and moves at the same pace alongside the larger wolf. They're moving faster now. Are these regular wolves? No. No. <laughs> Large in stature. Okay. Arms linking to the ground. Alira is, like, tailing me forever back. Is he? <laughs> Yeah, Apparently. no. The Grove is following too. He's just trying to he's trying to remain as silent as possible. So like if if it's a trail, it is Conrad, then Illyria, and then Grove following Illyria. Conrad. Yes. As you continue along this trail, you hear the sounds of more howling. Another echoes in. A wolf, stout, still large arms, able to carry itself along the ground. This one a deep, rich, nut brown. It joins in alongside. And amongst them all, you feel this almost song in the howls. It feels personal and welcoming. And as an option, as you might have seen where this is going, I'll ask, offer one last time. Do you want to continue before it gets too much and you don't find yourself able to leave again? None of them are threatening. In fact, they're more than welcoming. So... What do I know of werewolves? I, I'm kind of shaking myself on the uh, werewolf lore in Innistrad. You don't know too much. You know that they're large, they're weak to silver, they come out at the moon. Many are savage, few people view them as others and such. They're dangerous, clearly. They're large and powerful. They hunt many things, some of them hunt humans, but there are plenty that hunt in the woods. You've encountered bad times with them yourself. But werewolves as a whole, you know what you've been told by the church, they're abominations. But at the same time, no one really knows too much beyond this. They can die, they can live. They're people. Most of the time, they're people. When angry, when stirred, and at the moon, they turn into wolves again. And when they die, they turn back into people. Some say it's by bite they spread. Some say it's those who drink of wolf blood. Some say it's those who give in to rage. There's been no definitive answer. Are they sentient in wolf form? You don't know. People who have been accused of being wolves and been found to be so claim that... Some of them claim they had no control. Some of them said they had it the entire time. The ones who claim they had no control that you've seen, though, they're definitely trying to save themselves. While the ones who said they do, often, they seem like they're done. We need all the allies we can get. I'm following. Okay. You continue along the trail. The sound of wolf song echoing inside your chest. It's powerful, encompassing. There's a point where it feels like there's nothing else but the song and the trail. You find yourself moving quickly, following them, running as if this is no trouble to you, as if this is where you're supposed to be. As you follow through, they move through brush and tree. Sounds of the forest encompass you again. The crackling of branches, swaying of leaves, the sound of water and insects. And as they break once again through a tree line, there is a brief squeal of an animal, and the smell, once again, powerful and encompassing of blood. 
all around you, drunk upon it. You see a new deer, felled to the ground, a doe. She's not as large as the ones back there. But unlike them, she doesn't have as much of her meat removed. Her throat's opened, dead against the ground, still steaming in the air. It's inviting. They bend down, but they don't remove anything from it, none of the three wolves. But they move back, and you realize now just how hungry you are. Steps forward, pressing against the cold dirt. Find yourself down against the warm flesh and blood. As your hands, still armored, enter into its open chest, you feed. It's salty against your tongue. You haven't had much raw meat in the past. You know, it's not what you should have. As you eat, though, Illyria. Yep. Uh, make me a survival check to have successfully followed this far. Oh, God. Give me a mm, probably not. As they move faster and you attempted to hold back, you found yourself lost against the way. The game trail is still there, but there are multiple game trails around here, and maybe you stepped off onto one of the side ones. You're not quite so sure. You know where you are in position of the world, and you know to get back, you'd simply need to go north. But as where you are right now, you're not exactly certain. Grove, you catch up to her soon enough. So I have a question, Max. Yeah. Due to backstory and also the favorite enemies thing. So I have favorite enemies beast, which gives you advantage on survival checks to check. Would would that be willing to, after he kind of catches up with Leary and realizes he is lost, to go back in and try and check this down? Uh, also, he might have done this once or twice before. Sure. All right. So I will try and roll to see if he doesn't get lost in the wood. Survival. Do -do. 20? Uh, we can do the scene if that is enough to keep him, to, to let him pick up when she gets lost. Sure. All right. Yeah. You meet up with Illyria as you followed behind her and grasping her by the arm to stay silent. You and yourself flow like water along the ground, moving. You're used to the forest. He's going to hold up a finger and do you want to continue? Yes or no? She'll nod. If trouble comes, take you and go. I've done this before. I'm not leaving you. Oh, yeah, no, you're supposed to go with him. Grove. Uh, let me have one moment joke before things get serious. You and I both know. I don't know. I'm worried. And Conrad kind of is necessary for what's going on. But letting others know what happened is more important. If we get split up... If I, if the dog comes to you, you go back to town and you make sure they know what's happened. There's three wolves in the forest and Conrad and me are missing. Fine. Move. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you follow. You know you're a ways behind. Illyria was following as best she could, but she fell behind. And then you needed to catch up with her. You follow the trails. They're fresh. But as you go a ways, another mile, two, three even, you find the sound of wolves before anything else. A howl, followed by another, slightly higher. Another, and low. And another, wild, powerful. As you step forward, you can see where these are from, almost deafening to your presence. There are wolves gathered around a deer, felled, 
much of it has been stripped away, hide and pieces of viscera sprayed out across the ground. But amongst the steaming mist, you see four wolves. One large, almost black, shaggy. One thinner, pale color. One stocky, a nut brown. And one large and imposing, a silver gray. Blood crusted around his claws and his mouth as a pile of armor is set next to the deer. Shit. We need to go. Did you say we or you? We. Travis. Oh, did I mute for that? Yes, he said we. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, we do. Not a word of this until if nope. I... <sighs> yes, back. Oh. All right. Do we leave the horse? Where is Ruprecht? We're not sure. <laughs> Just a... There's not... Okay. Never mind, no. then no glowing horse to take back. No, it's it's just us woods people l- running from a howl pack like usual. <sighs> yeah, no, it's it's time to go back to town. And see a thing. We saw plenty. We just there's some conversations that need to just. Do we come back in the morning to them. check for him? He'll. If he doesn't come. Well, let's. He'll come back. It's. Uh, I need a drink. Let's just go drink and not talk about this. There's a great many mysteries of the world that have been revealed tonight, and it's time to go try and deaden the shock. Come on. And she'll start pulling his arm, and we're going back to town! Okay. As you wander the fastest path you can find back up to town, uh, Conrad, roll me 1d20. (laughs) Just a flat d20 roll, please. Oh, fuck. 14. Okay. I have no way of knowing that's good or bad. (laughs) No, you're none right of us do. So, let's roll around next morning. Oh, thank God. Oh, God. No, <laughs> if Nick is in the fucking inn, you see Grove kick open the door and buy like six bottles and I, then walk back I doubt to Nick shed. is up at that time of night. Oh, right. It was like past midnight. It was too. late yeah. as hell. Yeah, it was past midnight at that point. I'm just so glad that he didn't get this bloodlust and start chasing us. To be fair, this is... Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It might not even have been related to that. Yeah, no. Let's let's see what happened the next morning. How's how's Conrad's walk of shame? <laughs> the Innistrad walk of shame. It's different in all parts, but it's always bad. It's like, damn it, I left my shoes there, but I can't call him. It'd be awkward. I mean, it's better than like doing the walk of shame in Stincia, which I think you're just dead. Conrad. Yes. Uh. Actually, let's get to you last, I think. It's more okay. <laughs> so, uh, how's everyone else do with their morning? It didn't go on an adventure at 3 a.m. If any of you wish to have a full rest, you're going to need to sleep eight hours from that point. So, uh, I don't think I used any spells, so whatever. Up late. Lack of sleep is fine, especially that is after acceptable. that experience. Yeah, same. Faustus probably uh, enjoys a long... Uh, Relatively untroubled sleep from the night. Unaware, he's becoming he's becoming not the weirdest person in our group anymore. So excited! (laughs) (laughs) All I knew is I had to have persistence, wait it out. Eventually, someone would fuck up worse than me. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Nick probably sleeps a little late just because he was on a nocturnal schedule for half his life. He probably still, you know, tends to be up late. Yeah, as well as you got a bit fucked up yesterday. (laughs) Also that. Oh, um, Grimheld, you were attempting to do one of the rituals, yes, or none? What were you attempting to do? Was it none this time as a test? Yes. 
All right. Uh, you were not visited tonight by any strange or vivid dreams. If you had dreams, they were fleeting at best. Okay. Well, I don't know how well I slept. Uh, I don't know how well you slept, but I will say that for how well you did sleep, <laughs> nothing of okay. that happened. She'll probably check with the others then once. Uh, when you head downstairs, uh, the first thing you see is a very inebriated appearing grove sitting at the counter side. Hello. Knocks like two bottles off to the ground as he does a, a little shitty salute. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hey now. We can still use the bottles. Please take care of those. Sorry. Cost a bit, Megmore. Why are, you, why are you that drunk? The mysteries of the world have been revealed. It's the same thing I got when he got here. I didn't think we were sliding into cosmic horror for at least another season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is pretty cosmic level bullshit. Um, <sighs> I just need a drink. Long night. Deep thoughts. Gets breakfast. Weird, but not the weirdest thing she's seen yet. You're relatively undisturbed. Nick gets down there not that much longer. There seem to be the usual affair of people here for breakfast time area. Um, you don't see uh, Rictavio uh, or the two hunters today. You do see a smattering of various uh, village folk, as well as um, a couple of men dressed in more finery than you're used to seeing around here. Both shaved beards and coiffed hair in respective. One's a bit thinner than the other. Uh, they seem to be drinking also as well at this time of the day, but in more merriment than in Grove's despondence. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, nickel grab breakfast. Uh, to be fair, without sanitation, beer is safer to drink than water early in the morning, anyway. Uh, to the amounts that they're drinking, not per se, but to the amount <laughs> or grove, but in general, yes, most people are drinking not yeah. water if they can help it. Uh, Snick walks up with you know the morning beer, like ah, uh, looks to, to Grimhild. Did uh, yeah, I was saying that she shrugs, like. Oh. How how's it going, Grove? Morning? Oh, sun, sun's up. Good, good. I'm doing great. Yeah, yeah. You look it. Uh. So, what was the reason for celebration? Enlightenment. Enlightenment. Yeah, you like, drink wine in church, right? I'm drinking all to catch up on my churchy ways. I haven't been a Cathar in ten years, but. I'm reasonably sure that being this hammered doesn't bring you closer to, to Abbas. And, uh, Nick's going to just slightly push him on the shoulder. Uh, is he so hammered he just kind of flops down? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, no, he's, he's gone. Wow. Is this, is, this a, is this a wood person thing? <laughs> you know what? At that moment, Illyria will walk in. Obviously not having slept with hay in her hair. You, you're not drunk. Okay. Uh, no? Is, is this some kind of forest custom we've got going on here? He points mean? to He points to the grove on the ground. The grove on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed um, to the other three groves he sees because of his inebriation. <laughs> exactly. Um, no. Maybe? I don't, I don't think so. Only at festival moon does this happen. This is a special occasion. Is uh, is this always going to happen if I decide to, to take it an early night? Probably not. 
She looks at him kind of weirdly, thinking, D- does Conrad become a werewolf every time you take an early night now? <laughs> Except Nick, as good of people as he is, <laughs> can't get, can't ascertain that from your <laughs> that's a hell physical of a glance. To ascertain. <laughs> well, no, it's more like that's what she's thinking is because she's that sleep deprived now. Yeah. No, I hope. Not. All right, up and at him, buddy. Oh, you uh, you feel like sleeping? How are you right now? I'm great. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm done sleeping in it. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it'll, uh, <laughs> uh, if he'll be led, he'll, he'll uh, you know, let him crash in Nick's uh, in room. Yeah, he'll be led. He's drunk enough now, and more importantly, tired enough to. Faustus, there's absolutely no one else at the manor house tonight. <laughs> As the day starts up, there is no one there. Like, really. Like, even the people who are normally, lo- like, the people who stay there, there's the Baroness, but that's about the only person you see other than the maid. Oh, that's cool. He'll uh, he'll take coffee and pastries and then uh, go to the stables. Oh my god, <laughs> I had a good night. Fuck <laughs> you guys. <laughs> second, there's, there's coffee on this blasted plane. <laughs> In the Baroness's house, there is. Yeah, I feel like yeah, she would have some. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she would import it from uh, overseas. You get it in Nepalia. <laughs> yeah, probably because there's that mysterious place that comes and trades with Innistrad. I mean, Nick, yeah. I mean, Nick, Nick is Nick. He's still drinking beer in the morning, but uh... <laughs> mulled wine, good sir. <laughs> um, yeah, as you head out to the stables, there still doesn't seem to be anyone there. Not even Grover Lyria. And I mean, he's heading to the uh, the shop, the wagon place where he's gonna buy the wagon oh of course of course he doesn't care about the little people he's got shit to do <laughs> um as you get there got a wagon full of shovels and limestone to buy <laughs> uh when you get there you can see uh once again the place you had looked at before previously uh the wagon is as mentioned in a state of disarray quite a few broken pieces of wood and a few pent pieces of metal um it's missing a lot of its furnishings. Some of the torn drapes are still left there, and it is still painted in garish colors with a sign that says Carnival atop it. But beyond that, it seems to be in a condition you could repair it over a manner of days. Okay. Uh, yeah, he'll start off by uh, casting Mending over and over on anything that can be mended. Sure, you have to do it piece by piece to get much progress done, but... Uh... You start fixing up some of the things. The tattered drapes are easy enough. Some of the warped pieces of metal. Um, as you gather pieces of wood to get uh, put uh, with each other, uh, Victor, your doll, uh, assists as best he can in this process, gathering splinters and shattered pieces of wood. Okay. Uh, once he gets it into a somewhat working condition, he'll uh, go in and talk to the uh, stable master. Sure. Uh, well... At here, it's a general shop that this was just in the outback of. Um, but yeah, it's not too much difficulty to get in there. Um, you see the man in there again, uh, of the RSX, in charge of the RSX stockyard. A uh, bit of a middle-aged man, graying hair. Oh, hello again. Did you get everything settled out with uh, Rictavio? He came in and mentioned to me that you might be taking it. Uh, yes, I did. I think. I already paid him and got a receipt, didn't I? Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. Glad you could find someone willing to take care of it. Yeah, I think it'll work out for me. Well, if you need any other supplies, either in general or particularly for it, even paints, as it were, we don't have a large selection, but some that might be able to patch it up. Well, I do need the means to transport it. 
Uh, of course. I could, I suppose there is a horse I could hitch it to, but I don't think the owner would appreciate that. So, what what do you have in a nice donkey? I realize I mentioned last, I need to take some better notes. That was one I didn't write down, despite it should have been a good one. Uh, the base price is eight gold. I think you had quoted something more like 25 to 30. Yeah, I think it was around there. I think it was 24. I don't remember precisely. Apologies for that. That is entirely on me for not writing that down. That's okay. Uh, we have an old one. She's sturdy. Not too old, mind you. Just a little older than a year. About two. Well, ideally I'd be looking for two, depending on the price. I could ask someone else. I'm certain they'd be willing to sell it for me, especially if i telling them they're helping me out by getting that thing out of my yard. Look, as he looks out through one of the windows at the somewhat repaired state of the wagon. Yes, I've been putting a few pieces of it back together, but it's going to be a work in progress for quite a while. Well, if you need any help, even if it's not necessarily in goods, I should know a few men who might be willing to help you. We help each other out around here. It's how we get around. Yes, I I met with... What was his name? Plinsky? Oh, the Mr. Plinsky. The... Plinsky. Sorry, if I was what I remembered, I just can't remember out of character. The macabre fellow, yes. Well, he seems cheery anyway. Yes, his well, his toys are very high quality. Not exactly what I'd consider normal for children's playthings, but I will admit he does make good quality, and that's why uh, he's been able to do business at all, I'm afraid. I don't think there's a boy alive who hasn't picked up a stick and pretended it was a wizard's staff at some point during his life. I'm sure, but many of those aren't just simply wizard staffs. I feel if he made a wizard staff, it would be covered in bats that then spring towards you as you swing it. That's quite an idea. Don't recommend it to him. He'll make it. Well, we noticed uh, Faust has his own staff uh, attached to his pack at the moment. So if there need be anything, uh, do let me know. Well, Though the... we should be closed later today. I'll let you know ahead of time. Well, ideally I'd like to get it worked out now. Certainly. Um, uh, I suppose the prices are higher than I expected here. The main I do thing apologize I... about that still. Uh, the main thing I'd like to get is, well, I suppose you have the one donkey, a uh, bit and bridle, feed for a few weeks, maybe a barrel to keep water for them. I could put you all up that for, oh, I don't know, 26 suns? Can you make it 24? Sure. I'll see what I can do. You don't mind if it's the bridle's a bit worn, do you? No, not at all. I think I can make that happen then. And yeah, he'll he'll give him a 25, actually. Uh, he'll take it and not worry too much about counting it, just enough to see it's about the correct size and give you a uh, offer out a hand. Yeah, he'll put the 25 crowns, was it? Uh, sons. Sons, sorry. Um, as you do so, he continues holding a hand forward to you, offering you a handshake. Oh, oh, yeah. He'll shake his hand. It's firm. I wish you the best with whatever you're doing with that. Thank you. I hope for the best as well. And yeah, he'll walk the um, donkey outside and hook it to the wagon, and then see about going to get the other one. Yeah, the one you took, she's relatively peaceful. Uh, seems very willing as you go around after he talks a bit with some other fellows to help get you the other donkey. That one is a bit more stubborn in the process of moving it to where you need it to be, but it's, if anything, that simply proves its strength in the process. It doesn't take you too long, though, a couple hours at most. Uh, as you're doing so, though, please make me a perception check. Uh, surprisingly good. I rolled a 17, and I guess that's 19. All right. As you're going about your business, uh, 
you're noticing that uh, there seems to be a lot of busy work around town. Preparations that you had seen a few things being made before. There's uh, people carrying around more wicker bits, tying them onto lantern posts and frameworks. Many of them in the shape of the collar of Avacyn, which is recognizable at a glance, and um, other ones in various holy symbols. Uh, they're being spread out pretty evenly throughout the town, but mostly focused in the center of square, where you can see a much larger piece of wicker uh, built upon a slow platform. Uh, they're hoisting it upon some sort of massive scaffold, and some of them are splashing it with oil. Other people are setting up small stands and things. It's a bit of an affair. All right, he'll leave the donkeys tied up and go see what's going on. Uh, sure. Are you looking to what part in particular? Just asking a random individual in the street, or? Uh, he'll just kind of meander about and listen, see what they're setting up for. Sure. Uh, with your previous perception check, you can pick up on a few stray bits of conversation. Uh, mostly, it's practical things of speaking like did you do what you everything ahead of time today so we didn't have to worry about anything oh don't you worry i've got everything in line do you have enough buttons for this oh i'm certain i have plenty don't worry about that because uh, i don't want none hun? um but uh as you go about it you hear from some of the people currently setting up wicker one of them calling uh quietly to the other you know this is just another massive waste of time right no, I know that, but we have to do it, don't we? Otherwise, we'll be in much more trouble than we would by just anything else, honestly. I don't even know what she does to people anymore. Stockades would be a pleasure at this point. Would that keep me from getting so many splinters? Just another made-up festival, though. It's not that bad, is it? I'd rather take a break, then, even if I'm getting paid. It's less bad having to deal with the smell of sheep than it is in being in town around all this and getting orders from an outsider, no less. Yeah, he'll head over to the end to see where everybody else is. Cool. Uh, they've had a bit of time there. Before we cut to that, Conrad. Yes. You wake up. The sun is in the sky. You can tell from the few beams of light that once again reach to the violet cloud cover. You feel cold at first, not freezing, but less well than you would want to be. And... You find as you stir and push yourself off the ground that you feel bits sticking to your face. Leaves, needles. As you peel one off, you can see it's held on there by a brackish-red coloration. You remember things. Not all of it. You remember running. Fast, big, powerful. Hunting things. They were so scared of you, but you were powerful and you were doing good. You were feeding. You were hungry. They were hungry. They were happy. They were helping you. You look down. You're covered in blood. You have pieces of your clothes still stuck to you, many of it stretched out. And as you look over, you can see the now shredded corpse of your first kill. Next to it, you can see dirtied, but much less sprayed with awful and uh, viscera, your armor. Before anything else, uh, add a plus one strength to your character sheet. Oh, boy. Worth noting, not bonus, of course, just the stat. Right. As you stir about, there's a pacing of footsteps that you hear pressing against the forest floor. And you can see uh, set against the trees in stark contrast, Ruprecht. He paces over to you. Uh, hello. Hello. Would you like to return to town? First to ponder something. 
You're met with silence. Everything is still in the morning air. And as usual, everything is damp. The mists, constant instancia. Before what did long. you? Oh, sorry. Before long, after I clean up a bit, I'll try to find my armor. Need that. Oh, I mentioned it was right next to you. You found yourself oh, next I'm to your first kill. Less dirty than everything else. Uh, yeah. Simply because it was cast away earlier in the night. Yeah, I'll bring that along, get cleaned up, and then put it back on. You find a easy way to the river, and it isn't a perfect fix, but uh, as you submerge yourself and clean off what you can, you're a bit damp as you climb back into your armor, but well enough. Head back to town. Okay. Do you go uh, any particular when you get back? Um, right back to wherever we were stay- staying for a change of clothes. I believe you were staying at the mansion. Yes, then there. Okay. Um, oh, do I count as having slept? Yes, you do. Cool. So, uh, as you approach the mansion, uh, you along the way you notice that there are quite a few more people on the streets doing various hustle and bustle. Um, and when you reach the mansion itself, it's, as usual, easy to enter. Um, but you don't hear the sounds of anyone, even the maid, coming to greet you. That is fine. It's a simple enough feat to change your clothing back into fresh. You don't carry many spare sets, but many get dirty or torn enough that it's a simple enough task to get a second set. Cool. What do you do then? Head back to the tavern, I suppose. That's wherever my medals tend to end up. Excellent. So, uh, as the rest of you are at tavern around breakfast time, uh, Grove currently resting upstairs, uh, do, or, or did any of you have particular plans before Faustus got there? Um, if, if it, if it kind of comes to a lull, and because uh, at one point, uh, you know, they could be like, oh, I wonder where, you know, Conrad said, oh, the, yeah, and then mention that the uh, interrogation probably took a lot out of him. Um, where is Irina sleeping? The inn or the manor? Uh, the manor, I believe. Uh, he'll swing by there uh, to check up on her, basically, and then uh, just kind of hang around. Conrad's usually the driving force, so. Uh, Sure. Not like anybody else will do anything until he's back anyway. <laughs> um, well, firstly, uh, Faustus, if you had words for Nick in particular, not just the group as a whole, you see him as you pass by on the roadways. There's not too many main roads. Hey, did you see there's a festival in town today? Uh, what festival? I don't, they, don't, they don't have the same ones down here. What? Uh... I don't know. One of them was complaining about being bossed around by an outsider and how it's all stupid and made up. Oh! Oh. I thought that was like a... I thought we were in like the season of that. I the don't season know. Of ridiculous xenophobia and insular thinking. Uh, Always that season here. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the joke, Faustus. Um, why are you fixing your, that carnival wagon? Oh, oh man, uh, there's still a little bit of my blood on it there. Nice. Oh, uh, I own it. Oh, well, oh, and, our, and our newest story. traveling companions. This one's Strephon, and this one's Olivia. I know he's met uh, the Strephon puppet before. I was talking about the donkeys. Actually. Oh, the the donkeys! Oh, wonderful! <laughs> he kind of goes over to the one he points out to, to as, as Strephon. He's like, "Do you know you share your name with a ventriloquist puppet?" Did, no, you don't care. Did do you, you really fella? just name one of the donkeys after one of the most fearsome vampire ladies in the land? And then one of the most fearsome vampire dudes in the land. Yeah, Strephon isn't a real name. I'm going to get another one and call it Soren. <laughs> no, no. People don't I'm going to get a fourth Sorin. and name it Runo. <laughs> people don't know Soren, but Gregor. 
or was it Gregor? Uh, Edgar, excuse me, what am I saying, Gregor? Oh, Markov, yeah. Yeah, Edgar Markov's in charge of that. They don't know Soren, really? He the fuck? Of- He's been oh. gone for thousands of years! <laughs> I thought he was all the time fucking around and getting- his No! Like, that was a big thing at the end of Zendikar, is that he went home for the first time in ages. Uh, I mean, I mean, think about it this way: you can walk across a variety, you know, infinite variety of worlds. It includes places like, you know, Ravenka, for example. <laughs> You're not also, gonna fucking go into Innistrad ever. Also, especially considering the fact that all the other vampires hate him. Okay, so they are at the point where they hate him. Oh yeah, because Avicen's made duh. My bad. Yeah, home has a way of regressing you. That's not going to be great for a planeswalker. <laughs> I just completely, you know, forgot the entire history of Innistrad and BD. And well, let's see, no one would know Runo either, really, but Olivia, you might have picked up the name of. Edgar, probably. <laughs> Strefan, definitely. Like, he doesn't keep it at all secret. Um, I mean, obviously. Hmm. And whatever the Falconrath guy was, he's dead, so. Well, you're already, uh, we've already made our intentions pretty clear. Don't think a little... Uh, poking fun is really going to change the situation. Yes, it, I'm sure it might invite the ire down of powers on high. You uh, you see Conrad around? No. Why would I have seen Conrad? Wait, are you saying this in Since the inn right now? <laughs> no, they're outside. No. Okay, good. Well, however, while this conversation is happening, uh, Conrad, you see Nick and Fastus out there. Can I just put out how hilarious it is that as soon as I asked about Conrad, he sounds like he murdered him? Yeah. <laughs> No, I just, uh, I mean, you know him, he's on the Elgod ground schedule, uh, should have been up hours ago, and, uh, honestly, I'm a little worried about him, uh, the interrogation yesterday was a little rough, and, like, not for the reasons that you would think, um. So you didn't see him all night, or in the morning? Uh, I hung around the manor most of the night, before uh, going to the inn t- to sleep, and I, I didn't see him, no, not either place. Mm, I guess we'll ask if someone's seen him, maybe. I mean, it's it's fine. I just he uh, I uh, it's a little. I'm just used to to being uh, you know him sort of getting everything together and uh, making sure we don't just sit around drinking. And uh, by the way, you should see Grove. He's gone. He started babbling something about enlightenment uh, and a moon festival. But he was he was three well, sheets I, to the wind. If I see Conrad, I'll be sure to let you know. Oh, oh, Conrad. Hey. Lucas, so here he is. We're on a tight how, schedule. Yeah. How was your night? Had worse. Had better. Let's go. Well, if Grove's drunk, throw him in the pig hole. We're he pushes to the back of the wagon. We're probably going to want him to not smell like a stockyard. Well, you should have met him long ago. <sighs> right then. Does this sleep too? Illyria wasn't looking too good either. Well, I'll I'll pull around to the inn. Does anyone know how to drive this thing? I mean, I'm aware of the rudiments. I, I don't do it often. But. Uh, I've I've got a rough idea. As long as the donkeys know where to go. Well, no, you you gotta no. You have to know where to go. It's the 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 donkeys have no part in that. The their their part is being pointed at things. Yeah, they're like a marionettes done wrong. Puppets lately. Puppets were my bread and butter. Are maybe were. It's fine. Man. Clearly, we're all a little out of sorts. But uh, yeah, by afternoon, we should be fine. We yeah, still have to check out that uh, fishing hole for Grove. You wanted to see that uh, that fort, right? I, mean, I kind of did too, but you were really pushing for it. I think that should be on focus. Okay, good. I'll, I'll go to the end and uh, see if I can drag Grove downstairs. Good. We're 
are we still saving that fisherman? Ideally. Yeah, that's what we're doing first. He's figuring out what happened. I see. All right. I'll see you at the town gates. All right. Come on, Strephon. He'll climb up in the uh, driver's seat. Now the important question, is Strephon or Olivia the stubborn one? They're donkeys. The particularly stubborn one. One was older and sweeter. Uh, I don't know. I thought one was male and one was female. This is true. Did you actually appropriately name them? <laughs> Maybe. It's not like he's going to get out of there and check. <laughs> Recruit one of the forest people to do that for you. Verify. No, left. Left. Not sit there and munch at the dirt. They don't even seem like they found anything in the dirt. They're just ignoring you. All right, he'll probably be at that for a little while. <laughs> sure. The others, uh, you go into Fine Grove, who by this point I'm assuming is soundly sleeping. Oh yeah, the moment he probably was nodding, dur- uh, nodding off during like the last hour, so he hit the bed and passed out. You find him snoring with a pile of drool crusting in his beard and on the edge of your bed. It's okay, I, I didn't like that pillow anyway. <sighs> hmm. So we say, well... You can't give him the document's cure. There's no bucket anywhere. Um, I guess I could lean him out the window. No, that'd be discourteous to the people below thoroughfare. Uh, oh, what the? Uh, he will attempt to rouse him. How are you going to rouse him? Is the Slap real him question. In the face. <laughs> well, first he's gonna, you know, just, just you know, wriggle his shoulder, you know. Just, yeah, that probably doesn't work, does it? No, he's too drunk for that. If I slap him, he's going to pull a bow and arrow from his bedclothes <laughs> and shoot me with it. <laughs> Always prepared. <laughs> um, That's funny that you think he has bedclothes. <laughs> we'll go with the with the Dockman's other cure then, and he will flip the mattress and tilt him onto the floor. Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Take a point of bashing damage. Gets up and like grabs like probably the table leg and snaps it and like oh, oh, oh. puts it back where it was. <laughs> up and at him. Yeah. Don't worry, you can sleep on the cart. We've got a cart. Yeah, you you remember that cart, don't you? Painted all kinds of garish colors. Had a pig that tried to murder me at. Oh, it's that cart. Great. Let's keep compounding our sins. Why is it so bright? Pulls down the wolf head so it acts as to like a bill to cover his eyes. You don't you don't actually drink very often, do you? I find clear mind is usually a better hunting device than a foggy one. Yes, this is why I don't it it's daylight is not kind to imbibers of liquor. Uh just 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 come along, we'll you'll get to rest again soon. It wouldn't be the first sleepless night I've had. Or the first drunken sleepless night, but I don't prefer it. It's fine. You will swing by the tables downstairs. Okay, Conrad's good. Ready to go. What, Conrad? What? Were you minding him or something? What do you Grove. mean? Grove. Grove, were no. you? Yes. We'll just, don't worry about it. Puts a hand on Illyria. Picks her up. We're going to the cart where we kill the pig. <laughs> And going to sleep some more. <laughs> Just like half carries, half pushes her out. Are you even walking? Grove? Yes, but it's like the walk of the dead. You might actually confuse him for like a zombie. 
if you forgot how he's toppling end over end. Okay, <laughs> yes, sure. Cart? We have a cart? Yeah, yeah if Faust Faustus bought and repaired. Fields or horses. What are fields? No, there are fields. Nick, don't hurt his mind anymore. <laughs> All right, time to roll some dice. The wagon is seven steps away, and Grove moves randomly every round. <laughs> he's walking I've... along. He's walking along a sidewalk, and every time he leans to the left, a wall catches him. How long before he falls to the right? Oh, no. We, we have flashbacks of musical algebra. Somebody who has healing powers cure this fucking hangover. Can I do that? <laughs> don't you dare do that for him. You have, you have, less, <laughs> I, I have lesser restoration. I, Wait, I, I can no, actually do I that. I have nature's cure. I, I have advanced saving throws against poison. Let me see if I've sobered up by now. No. I can use uh, five points of lay on hands to that neutralize is an poison. <laughs> Why are you all even discussing this? I don't know. I'm not even there. <laughs> He'll learn nothing. <laughs> you are there, Connor. <laughs> I told them I need them at the town gates. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never I, think mind. He's ar- I think he's already learned something. That's why he needs to learn something else, apparently. All right. I don't think cure wounds will help much. <laughs> Come on, let's get to the town gate. There are tailors on the way. I need to buy a shirt. I'm running out. Uh, my, my last one. Why do you have more than one shirt? To... Ignore him. Because I'm not a beast. <laughs> he doesn't do laundry. He just throws it away when he's done. <laughs> what do you do when you wash your clothes? Do what now? <laughs> <laughs> I dump them in the river and then put them back on when they're dry. <laughs> what about during winter? Oh, you poor Rub them around on the ice. <laughs> they dry out Rub fast and it freezes solid. Yeah, and then you stick it over the fire to dry them out. And again, crispy. <laughs> yes. I was, if, if your clothes happen to also serve as a serviceable uh, jerky, then, you know, double win. Yes, crispy, a, a valuable trait for your clothing. <laughs> Listen, it can't be starchy because there's no dry cleaners. It'll just have to do. Okay. Why are you so low on shirts, Nick? Uh, Kessig fried clothing, KFC. Oh, no. Why am I so low on shirts? Um, well, they keep getting destroyed by uh everything. Don't make Conrad come back. He's not. He's just stopping by the tailors for a second. Uh, they. You guys go on ahead. I'll be right there. <laughs> Bring me your most fashionable shirtlet. <laughs> what the hell? What kind of doublet is this? What kind of shirt on the guy's five ruffles? <laughs> laughed out of the worst Nephilian market with this. <laughs> Sorry, we've got the we've got the Final Fantasy Ten deal in. We have a metal half shirt and a lot of belts. <laughs> yeah, belts half off. <laughs> Don't worry, you finally find the ruffles. They've got plenty of ridges for you. Damn it, I said that backwards. Fuck. No, it's ruffles. No, and that, that was correct. Yeah. No, I meant to say you find the the ridges because they also have lots of ruffles in the shirts god. for you. <laughs> I mean, Conrad if you're come lucky, back you can find a don't half want skirt. him to come back. <laughs> he will turn this card around. You just, yeah, I stumbling into that Final Fantasy one would be miserable because you could never find a matching set since everything's asymmetrical. <laughs> I think the cart is already going around in circles if Faustus <laughs> is driving it. He comes out with a fur collared half jacket. <laughs> what do you think, guys? Fur collared half jacket with like uh, one sock that goes all the way up to your thigh and the other one that you can't see at all. <laughs> I stopped, having... I stopped by Nomura Island. They've got the best designs. <laughs> Just bouncing a blitzball on his head. Blitzball. Oh, no. Yeah, blitzball. 
He's not quite racist enough for that, I'm afraid. Oh, no racist Waka. <laughs> Those sandblasted grease monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, brother, like fireworks, so pretty when they go up. Anyway. <laughs> Please get me away from hey, brother. Thinking no one love is dead, brother. But anyway. they went up pretty like fireworks. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Wizard Waka is my favorite character now. Let's move on. Okay. So we'll let Nick go shopping while Illyria helps Grove walk towards this apparent cart. Oh, it's not just apparent. It's there. It's real. It's a carnival wagon. Actually, yeah, but she hasn't well, seen it yet. While he's in there, hey, uh, Grimhild, come in here for a second. Yes? You might like this one. He will wink, which the two people won't notice anyway because they're sleep-deprived and one's drunk. Why did you but only I, shut one eye? You, uh, you might want to ask me about the dreams. The other day? Yes. Lyria's not looking good, and she's not drunk. Maybe she didn't get any sleep. Is she around? He's like, what do you think of this one? And he turns around, and she's gone. <laughs> yeah, she's over there. Huh. She'll have over Lyria. Huh? Oh. Hi, Grimhild. Hello. Dreams. What? Any strange dreams? No dreams. Didn't sleep. <laughs> Can't dream when you're sleeping. When you're not sleeping. Why do you ask? I had a perfectly because normal night last night. Three of my companions are acting extremely odd, which puts me on edge, especially when it's not... Just couldn't get to sleep last night. Yes. And Grove and Conrad. What about Conrad? <laughs> Character. <clears throat> <laughs> Tell me, what happened last night? Nothing. I just didn't sleep. And nor did Grove or Conrad? Why do you keep asking me about Conrad? I didn't see Conrad last night. You know part of my job is finding when things are lying to me. <laughs> With that. So? So you're lying. No, I just didn't sleep. Yes, that might be true. Why didn't you sleep? Couldn't get to sleep. Just couldn't fall asleep. Stayed up all night with you in the stables. Let Grove drink his whatever away. Does this impact my safety or the potential success of this mission? I don't think so. I mean, me not sleeping shouldn't affect your safety. Or success. I should sleep. I'll sleep in the cart. She just turns on her fucking heel and walks towards Conrad. <laughs> Hashtag nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> She'll keep walking Grove towards this cart. There's oh, Grove was there for that? Oh, well, then, oh yeah, I... no, you were there for that. Oh, sorry. I thought he was in the cart. No, Gr uh, Grove He's will probably actually... asleep. Well, no, he's he's half awake, like, in order to not crush this poor little girl under his weight. He'll actually, like, as Grimhild turns, and he'll put a hand on her shoulder. She, like, reaches for a weapon and starts to spit. <laughs> Sorry, I will deal with this. Don't worry about it. If it's an issue, I'll come to you. But please make the ground stop spinning. You'll understand if I don't have full faith in your judgment at this moment. Oh, believe me, this is the only thing I have faith in. Take a nap, girl. And yeah, she's she's gonna go towards Conrad. Like, Conrad, there's a, a somewhat perturbed looking lady. Hello. Good morning. What happened? Well, I made a very poor decision. Dispense with the vagaries. Are you sure? Yes. I'm a werewolf, Grimhild. 
And this is where Grove falls over. Just pure coincidentally. But. <laughs> this is where I just bundle my fingers together and kiss them like an Italian chef. Mwah. Perfecto. <laughs> Earlier he's just like, I tried so hard to hide. Is this entire endeavor going to end with me killing all of you? At this point, it seems likely. What are the moon phases right now? I have a pretty decent survival score. Like, when's the it, next was one? it was just full. It was just full? Just full. Yes. That is okay, why so this all happened. So it's going to be waning. Yeah, we have like a month to do all so this. we have like a month to finish up. All right. If only someone thought to get a convenient animal cage we could even take well, with us. Full moons are almost certain to elicit werewolves, but the things is, like, as someone who's hunted them, you know that sometimes wolves stay in them for a long time. Many things trigger, uh, trigger people to transform, often pain or emotion. I know, but, like, that's the certain that's thing. On the full moon, there is, like, a zero chance that that won't happen. Like, that is happening. Yeah. yeah. So Percentage, the question though, is, as far as when it gets away from it, the percentage lowers and bang other yeah, things. It has been staved off once. It's been like, staved off not at all. Okay. What the fuck are you talking about? It, it happened once for three moon cycles, and then it came back worse than ever. <laughs> Oh, I mean, in general, yes. I'm sorry, I was confused when you were saying. Like, for you, I was like, oh, I've staved it off once. Like, what? No, no. you literally just have... <laughs> no, I mean, in general, among yes. all werewolves. <laughs> yes, you're correct. I had reasons to do it. Probably bad ones, but here we are. She's gonna put her... God fucking damn it. <laughs> so, listen, I know that the uh, padded leather doublet, big fashion Nick. mistake, but... Nick. Nick. Yeah. Nick. Yeah, how's it going? I'm a werewolf. <laughs> You're Nick Cage now. We were trying, like, we were going to deal with this, and then you just. You're this ruining is, it, Conrad. I'm going to stand on ramps for long. No. <laughs> Grove is now just like, uh, I was at least going to give them the option of going quietly, but. Hilarious, Conrad. Come on, let's get going. No, oh, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Nick. Yeah. Puts both hands on his shoulders. Actual werewolf. Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) 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 And the winner of the joke of the night goes to Max. (laughs) He was allowed to win this competition, but he did. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, um, not really sure what to say. I know, right? I figure I'd be honest about it. No, no, I mean, I literally don't know what to to say. We didn't go over. I, I didn't. Um. Uh. I think you're supposed to decision. That is a surprise coming from you. <laughs> um. It was a joke. Never mind. That was that was probably out of character. That was definitely out of character. Because <laughs> I don't think they have coming out. <laughs> One of these days I'm going to respond to something you actually said in character. I, uh... Okay. Uh, if it's a problem... Then kill me. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Kill See, your, kill your or die trying. Is when it becomes a problem, you are much harder to kill. Not actually the... <sighs> I can't believe the... my hunting secrets. Oh, do you have some light to shine on this? <laughs> He's I'm... from Kessig. He's killed a lot of werewolves, I suspect. Let's just say it's a family tradition to kill people that are changing. Okay, so well, can we stop him from changing? No. Okay. Uh, can he discern? Like, does do, do you keep your your head about you 
varies. It's usually safer just to get rid of them when they're like this. Squishy. Well, I'm here if anyone wants to take a shot. Let me do some reading. <laughs> Pulls out book, begins flipping furiously through. <laughs> Pretty much. She like sit on the back of the cart and just like get its back bumper or whatever and start that, reading. That's I think your Faustus finally showed up now. Faustus. Yes? Mm. You're doing good. Thanks, Conrad. Also, I'm a werewolf. <laughs> That's a, a metaphor? No, literal. You had a busy night. We had a busy night. We had yeah, a very bright. busy night. The bright side to all of this? I feel invigorated. I have a new enemy to fight. Who? Me. Oh, as a Cathar, you're always fighting yourself anyway. Cathar school's is 9%. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> because now... I get to no, I meant the internal struggle, you know, the temptation to... Anyway. This is the perfect chance to test the mental fortitude of the Inquisitors against the rank and bestial urges of the night. <laughs> they call me an apostate. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the most well-versed in the scriptures, but... I made a mistake. You know what? I made, I made a mistake, that much is clear. I'm trying to find the bright signs. Everyone makes mistakes. Conrad, or Faustus just spits that out on auto. Every time someone says something like, I made a mistake. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> you know, now, makes now mistakes. I, Sorry, I, what were we talking about? I just heard I, someone say mistake. I feel almost left out. Here, let me try. Uh, Grimhild? Uh, if you say something, I will actually stab you. What? Oh. What? That's it doesn't have to being a, a monster. Poor dog. <laughs> What did you think I was going to say? Okay, real talk, I was going to say Grimhild, I'm a scob, but what did you think I was going to say? We know. Hey! I mean, I know that you don't like unions, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm going to be doing my best to fight this off, but we have a month. Let's make the best of it. Well, unless you get hurt or angry, which I'm perilous journey. She blinks. That goes back to reading. Hey, Grim. Can I see that book after you? <laughs> can you read Celestial? Uh, that's probably the farthest possible thing from old Nephalian, isn't it? Angels aren't real. No, trust me, it's not. I can. Once I've memorized the section on the undead, I'll lend it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, we should we should go find the fisher. Yeah. Yes. Illyria helps you into the cart, then helps Grove into the cart, and just sits there and like, I don't need help fine. into the cart. Worth noting. God damn it. Worth oh, noting. That joke is paying dividends tonight. Worth noting, the cart, while in repaired and movable order, the door is still very much not it completely attached on or latching correctly. So there is kind of an open, bended hole around the side that you can climb in and sit in. Parts of it still in that. good enough way. We should probably repair that. She looks at Conrad. I did some good work on it so far. A smith and a carpenter can try. I wasn't necessarily you would do the work. Oh, but no, no, that that won't hold him. You held a giant. I mean, werewolves are strong, but that was a really, really big boar. I know it might seem like we're talking about you like you're not there, Conrad. No, <laughs> no, I, I agree with you actually. It's worth a try. We can oh. reinforce it. Well, that's refreshing. Uh, are any of you carpenters by trade? I am. 
Don't I'll somewhat. raise your. I can do work like it, and the inlaying, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> it is really funny that two of us legitimately have woodworking uh, tool uh, proficiencies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The drunk one has the actual like skill and family history of it too. Well, I can make a latch, um, and I can I got... join broken things back together. I got thieves' tools and bagpipes. That's what I got. Uh... <laughs> Lifelink staff. Thieves' tools and bagpipes is my Mumford and Sons cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I was going to do that, but for um, oh, fucking uh, Streetlight Manifesto. <laughs> so I guess I'll hang off this bit here. Uh, well, okay, how fast does it go? Should I just walk? It's being pulled by donkey. Fine. It goes about your walking speed, however, you know, you don't actually have to walk, so you're less tired. Nah, rogues don't need rests anyway. Whatever. <laughs> oh, is anybody actually trained in using a wagon? What's I don't think wagon? that's a thing you specifically need training in, however... Um, Proficiency in the game. Oh, there is a vehicle proficiency, isn't it? Okay, well, that would be yes, a thing to go really bad to just vehicles, use it. Motherfuckers. Oh my god! The drunk. Oh no, the drunk drive. <laughs> it's, it's horse. It's donkey. Can't drunk it's drive fire. a donkey? You know, in a, in a crowded city like Time to drift. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see him like leaning as far as possible to the left, and the donkeys just casually like trot, trot, trot to the left. <laughs> No, man, it's easier than that. He sits in the driver's seat, B-spawn, and goes, go to the lake, and then, like, falls out. <laughs> we just throw him over one of the donkeys. <laughs> you get some odd looks at the state of your wagon and the state of some of your passengers as you prepare to leave. What about the state of my doublet? No. <laughs> They're gonna I've got a new us. one. <laughs> They're definitely going to miss us. You're going to miss our money. Yeah, that's so, how it goes. Well... As you begin leaving at the north gate, you can even from as soon as you open it. It's an incline, somewhat rocky and graveled, but it leads directly to the waters of Lake Mauer. You can see it from here. As foggy as anything else, more gray rocks than even most of the places other than the mountains themselves. Um, but it littered with water weeds and uh, varying tall strand. <sighs> Excuse me. Straw, uh, tall reeds and grasses. It's a relatively short jaunt, honestly. Um, one moment. So you find your way up it, and there, against the water, it's perfectly still and dark. The entire thing really just reflects the black and lavender clouds up above. As you pull up to the shore, you find yourself next to a dark dock. It's uh, simple. It's just a few pieces of planks of wood nailed together to make sure that someone can drag boats in and out. There are a few boats placed next to it, no fear of anyone thieving them as who's going to bring them outside the lake itself. Most of them are simple rowboats in relatively good condition, a few damaged. Out on the lake itself, though, relatively still, but for a few pieces of debris from the trees and storms, uh, you can see there is someone out floating there. A single dark boat. Another draw, uh, simple rowboat, but can't see too much about it. A figure, you can see. Fishing pole in hand. I mean, we might if we borrow one, right? And that might be him. He could be done and over with. Or am I going to have to swim? That would simply be among your party's choices. No one has given you specific permission to right. use boats, but nothing against them. Yeah, no, that was an in-character ask. Just, like, take a boat, or are we just swim out there? Well, I'm not swimming out there. Considering we have to find a missing fisherman, swimming out seems unwise. It additionally seems unwise. It's 
since you have difficulty seeing the figure from this distance, you're gauging it's about maybe 400 feet out that far. Also, I sink like a rock in this. Okay. Sure you just stop. Oh my gosh, it begins. The gun. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see a problem. I forgot. Uh, oh, you were talking to him. Oh. We found out there aren't really guns in Innistrad. We were wrong about that. There's guns in the system, though, so you could invent one. I'm certain there's some no, there's weird a... necrotinous. What's on that one card, then? Which the one card? From Those dudes have blunderbusses. Like, they're, they're shitty, but they're guns. I don't remember seeing which one that is. I thought we determined that they just had crossbows that we thought were in their pockets were guns. Oh, we'll resolve this later. Don't worry about it for now. Yeah. Either way. So you're certain a boat could hold all of you, um, but that's about it. You would have to be moderately close to each other, and if you wanted the dog along with you, you'd be squeezing in something tightly. Wait, doesn't the dog aside from you? Hmm? You said if you want the dog along with you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Conrad. <laughs> uh, there's only one boat, you said? There's a couple, but none of them seem to be in particularly good condition but one. Um, that said, like, if you're willing to take a little bit of time, you could probably make one ready to work. Is there, like, a fishing check or anything? Looking around, um, give me a perception check. Oh, man. I'm okay at that. But you, 23. Yeah, after gauging a bit, standing out near the dock, you can see over to the left a bit, there's a rocky trail, more gravel and stone than anything else. The only reason why it's notable is all is at the end you can see a nearly black rotted shack covered in moss. Um, it's got a very thin fence around it, uh, dark on the inside, doesn't seem there's anyone there. Got domicile Yeah, sure, me too. I'm an investigator. That Grove will start working on some of these boats to try and clear the booze away. Make yeah. me your carpentry check. Nick will help, and by help, he probably means I end up doing it. What is carpentry based on? It's just proficiency. Yeah, the dexterity in this case. Okay. I'm good at being dexterous. Oops. Uh, proficiency, uh, proficiency and uh, bonus. If for you're like... proficient, in, proficient in carpentry, then yes, you'd add your proficiency as well as your dex bonus. Okay, I, I should be. I have the tools. You should have marked down if you're proficient in that. I think I... I think you are too, but <laughs> make sure to mark it down. I'll fix that after this. Oh yeah, definitely still drunk. You start making some headway, but it's not... It's mostly that you've managed to plug it. Um, if it takes any serious rock or knock, that'll probably come undone and start filling up with water. Then again, even if it starts filling up with water, if you take the immediate time to turn rat back around, it probably won't flood you to the point of sinking, but it'll slow you down and be inconvenient, to say the least. Yeah, keep sitting there. Keep working. So, um, Grimhild and uh, Conrad, you head out over to the shack? Yep. Yes. Okay, as you approach to it, um, the whole thing is gray, water, and not really sun, but more... Age bleached wood. It seems it's been here for a long time. The roof is more moss than wood. What bit of a deck and fence there is creaks as you step up it, but each creak lets out drops of moisture from it around your footsteps. The building itself has a single window facing out towards the lake and a door that does the same. What do you do? Knock. I'll head up. Oh, yes. While he's knocking, I'll go look for a back entrance or exit so if I bolts, I can see. Okay. Uh, as you roam around, you don't seem to find much of anything. The wall bows in a bit, is not in the best of condition. But, um, so, uh, Conrad, do you just knock? Yep. Um, okay. 
Not like they can't hear me if they aren't looking if they're looking out for me. Yeah, the, th- the whole thing is maybe twenty feet across at most. It's not a large building. You knock. It's not as sturdy as you'd like. You can feel some of the wood press in as you t- as you tap your knuckles against it. There doesn't seem to be an answer or any motion inside. Grimhild, as you go back around the back, um, while you did just see simply, uh, as for the building, no back entrance, but bowed, you do see there's a small uh, workbench, as it were, out there. Uh, It's set up as a flat tray, and you can see many stains across its surface. Once again, wood, but unless the aged gray and is more mottled with browns, blacks, some purple... You can see dirty hooks nearby next to it, and a couple knives that have seemed to have lost any sort of sharpness that they had once upon a time. Rust-covered. How long has this guy been missing? You didn't hear exactly. You can make me an investigation check, though. I certainly can. Sweet 21. The ones there seem to be quite a bit crusted and have marks of being poorly taken care of. However, they don't seem to have much buildup from being there a particularly long amount of time, as it were, and more poor maintenance. In addition, though, you can tell that from some of the marks that there are against one of the hanging racks that there show signs there should be more, at least another knife there, one of the larger ones. These stains are just like purple weird. It's not like brilliant purple. Upon looking at it over, most of these would just be signs of someone working with meat, especially fish, on a repeated basis. Purple's a bit much to say for it. It's that very faded, like, burgundy. Okay. Is there a back entrance, or just sort of a working... There doesn't seem to be a back entrance. It is worth noting that none of... There doesn't seem to be much other than particularly dried-on bits onto this uh, workstation. Any sort of remnants, guts, or the like seems to have been picked clean or uh, decayed into what is there. Yeah, I mean, scavengers would probably... Is there a window I can look at? Not in the back. There was a single one up front. Okay. Then I'll start on the other side of the cottage. I haven't seen to get around to. Boy, is... You see a few pieces of hanging line connected to uh, one that is strung out between a couple pieces of wood. Short stumps left a tree, taller than ones cut down purely for lumber. Uh, the lines are empty. You're not exactly sure, per se, the purpose, but you can presume it was possibly for hanging something. Other than that, you circle around to the front. Have you tried knocking? I can try again if you like. Shrug. Is the door open? There doesn't even seem to be a lock to have it locked. And is it latched? It's closed. Okay. And I, I open it. It takes a bit of pushing. It seems like with the nearby moisture that happens from the mists anyway and from being next to the lake that the wood swells enough that it gets stuck against the frame. Not so much that it's impossible or even too long to shove open, but enough that it catches a few times in the process. The inside is dark. Smells of mold, other forms of various decay. Nothing too notable of corpses or death other than misuse. Inside from the light cast from the doorway, you can see that there's a simple bed station, a stone kitchen, mostly a few flat places, a place where one would light a fire, a few pieces of clayware, 
There's cloth piled into a few corners, some that seem to be clothes, but not many of them. Near Next to the window at the front, though, there is quite a few different piles of line, some broken fishing rods, a few that are still in decent condition, um, a, and a small latched box, um, simple in metal. Quite cozy. I suppose everything can be in order here in that box. It's in the box. I can check for you. <laughs> if you open the box, inside, uh, it's, it's a simple latch, nothing too difficult. Uh, when you pull the pin and open it up, inside is just a dowel of wood fitted in there, over which quite a few different hooks are hung. There's a few set in various uh, tied pieces below, some resting on some pieces of cloth and punctured through them to hold them in place. A lot of them see different varied amounts of use, though they seem better maintained than almost anything else here. The box itself smells of old fish once again, more strongly than anywhere, but out behind, and even there it was faded. Make me an investigation check, Conrad. 18. As you're looking through the box and looking over some of the hooks, uh, as you turn over one of the pieces of cloth, there is a large hole left. There's no hook in there, but the hole left in it is bigger than most. It's almost the width of a nail rather than simply a hook. But there, again, is no hook to be found. Below it, though, scratched into the bottom of the metal box, is a crude drawing. Something ovular has a wavy triangle above it and a few strange strings tracing off its front, winding S-like. This probably isn't worth worrying about. Don't even worry about it. We heard you the first time. Everything's fine. What did you find? Just a drawing. See if you can figure out something. Yeah, Faustus will take a look at it. Uh, similarly as before, a round main body, a strange wavy triangle above it, a few squirming strands off the front, and the body as it extends out to the back becomes a bit thinner. Uh, are arcana or history relevant? Not really. Uh, just roll me a strength, uh, straight intelligence check for... I don't think logic is a skill, so... You can make it too, Conrad. Uh, 24. I'm not going to bother. It's, I rolled a 4. It's crude. <laughs> it's poorly made. It's some sort of aquatic creature, you're pretty sure. Supposed to represent one. It doesn't pertain to anything you would know. Probably a variety of fish. With the tendrils off the front, maybe some sort of catfish or the like. Huh. Well, I'm not sure what to make of it any further. I think maybe that's what's got him. I suppose, but then who left the note? Perhaps he saw it off in the middle of the lake, scratched a drawing of it, and went out to investigate. Odd, Maybe but... so. That's not uh, a pleasant place to go, though. Open water with a monster in the lake. True. I recognize that most people have the inquisitive nature. Our type does. Our type, Conrad? Well, I an inquisitor and you a scholar. Mm, yes, fair enough. Hmm. How's that horse of yours? Ruprecht? Fine. How long would it take you to get to the center of the lake if you could ride on air? I could ride on air. Yes. Uh, how, how, how big is this lake? Oh, it's quite a ways away. Uh, to get to the center of the lake, like, that's half a mile. Half a mile, a couple of minutes, and it's back. I'm never certain. Is this some, some sort of thought experiment or a literal suggestion? It's literal. I can give you ten minutes. I can give it a shot, but we expect to find out there. You tell me. Well, as I said, I sink, so I'm not going to be too much swimming off the side. 
Yes, I can make Ruprecht fly for ten minutes. Just make sure you're over land by the time it expires. Oh, wonderful. Sure, I'm going to try. Make my horse fly, Faustus. You can probably take one other person with you. I'd take the wild man, maybe. How are your sea legs, Grove? Well, I can see them. Are, are you conscious? Working on a boat right now. <laughs> he said through the walkie-talkie. <laughs> while, 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 Nick, while Nick explains the concepts of, uh, you know, multi-deck state, uh, sailboats to him, because obviously he's never fucking seen one. He's a savage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, with all the mist around the folly, I'm not sure you've seen one either. <laughs> well, maybe take... No, no, clearly he's had a fight across one's deck with a vampire at some point. <laughs> it was on dry think... dock, though. I don't like to talk about it, except always. <laughs> maybe take Illyria and we'll get the boat moving. Right. I'm gonna call over Ruprecht hesitantly. So it does... Yeah, Ruprecht heads in your direction immediately. Yes, Conrad. Need to fly. Is that so? Yes, to the center of the lake. Is that safe? Yes. Good lie. You sound unconfident. You'd have to ask Faustus. Is it safe for you? Probably more safe for you than for me, but I'm willing to give it a shot. He bows his head low enough so that it goes to yours, as you will. Everyone else, uh, Conrad has a moment with the horse. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like much to anyone else. <laughs> Dude, Grove enjoys that. Yeah. Does, and then he gets worried. I hope he doesn't eat the horse. I heard that. I don't know how it works, Conrad. <laughs> I'll let you know. Well, tell me. Don't show me. <laughs> I think I ate a deer. It was an elk. Oh, good. I it was a deer. I saw. That's a lot of meat for a man your age. <laughs> Besides, you're cute saying it's an A deer. I might have shared. I don't think I did. You were very shiny. Mm-hmm. So, silvery even. As you have things together, um, Faustus, you approach Ruprecht. Yeah. What do you do? Wait, no, cast it on me. Well, in that case, you can only go out alone. No, no, trust me. Okay. He puts a hand on Ruprecht, ready to share the enchantment. Yep. Uh, he'll cast fly on him. I, I, I think uh, the the divine the the fine steed mount can do that. I know it definitely works for personal spells. I don't know if it works Fine, on Steve. someone else's. Yeah, because like it can misty step with you and stuff, can't it? I think so. That's actually amazing. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, while mounted on your speed, you can make any spell you cast that targets only you. Uh, also target your speed. Fine, cast it on the horse then. One day we're going to misty step and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Ruprecht bows his head before you, Faustus, as you set your hand against it. And uh, considering this is a difficult spell, am I to presume you use your bell? Yeah, I think. Let me check the requirements. Uh, it requires all three. Yep. And yes, he'll use the bell. There's low, dull thud. It's almost a clang, but it seems like it emanates quieter than that, deeper. As you do so, your hand and eyes flash with a cerulean blue. It traces lines from either point in the middle of the horse's forehead back along his body, tracing first along his neck, and then as they converge near the back of it, along the vertebrae, coursing in a straight line down his spine. There's a breeze that shifts through the area, some of the fog feeling like it should lift, but it doesn't. Nothing moves, honestly. Breeze wasn't there. Ruprecht takes a probing step forward as your hand pulls away. The step is upwards, though, as if on an incline, and it stays there. With a few more trying steps, strangely devoid of sound, as it hits only space, 
Ruprecht is now floating several feet above the ground. Well, that certainly is something. Could someone give me a boost? I don't know how to... No, I'm... I give him a boost. <laughs> yes, I will, I will mount the fly horse. Yes, ten minutes. Be back over land. All right. I set out to gallop at full speed toward the middle of the uh, lake. <laughs> also, so I didn't mention it, but... Hope, the figure before. hope no one slaps me on the back or anything while uh, you're out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> A porcupine comes up and you step on it. <laughs> oh, yowch! Oh. <laughs> um, what was I just thinking of? Oh, no, yeah. man, it's that crazy dude you told to go find a pig. He comes crash and goes, "There was no pig." <laughs> just out, just outside, you hear, "Shy, you motherfucker!" Come on, you motherfuckers! Come on. Um, so, do you head towards the figure or the center of the leg, or the figure? Why not? Sure. Uh, what about everyone else? Are you simply waiting ashore? Or are you sending a boat out as well? Uh, do we have enough room for everybody in a boat now? Uh, with Conrad not there, yes. In the one What's boat. You don't even need gonna... to use your patch boat. Yeah, was Illyria going to hop on the, the, the horsey too? I know we talked about it, but... Well, I'm going to take a boat. <laughs> oh, you, you just left. Okay, cool. I was psyched. Never mind, got left behind, no big deal. I only just followed you to watch you become a werewolf. No worries. Are you yeah, really gonna you try and guilt yeah. trip him and then you <laughs> Yeah, you, you did a great job hiding it. <laughs> yeah, you did you have the I think you have a worse charisma score than Grove. I don't know how. I think that literally can't be true. <laughs> I don't think mechanically it's probably not true, but like narratively, it's probably pretty close. Exception negative thirteen. <laughs> I, yeah, I have a solid no, yeah. thirteen. Darn, Conrad you are flies only after... one point less than the delightfully charming Nick. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, cool. We'll so I'm getting in a boat. Hopping in the boat after giving a, I'm sure Grove exchanges some looks at Grimhild and uh, uh, Nick when they hear the bell going off. Hopping, hopping. And Night Shyamalan's the hopping. So, so this bell. Yeah. How cool color is it? Not all ghoul callers use bells. Um, That's it. You know, yeah. we think a bell to cast spells, yes. Yeah, yeah, like said, it's pretty ghoul callery. It's pretty ghoul cool callery. <laughs> I can't, like, I don't have an eloquent or, like, hidden way to do it. It's a little suspicious. Um, I mean, his own, his bell is fairly steampunky, and it's uh, done in, like, that silver and gold. That is true, it doesn't gold. look like a skull. Yeah, it's done in silver and gold, not uh, black. And, you know, he's not just, like, whistling. <laughs> pewter, yeah. Not a it's human not skull with a devil's scrotum rattling around in it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so that's okay. Clanger. Um, so Conrad, do you wait for them on your flying horse bef- uh, to catch up before you I've head out of the way? I've got ten minutes. That's a while. I also have to get back. That's also a while. Like you move pretty fast. It's four hundred feet out. You move at sixty feet per round. I'm gonna scout out at least. If you dashed with Ruprecht, you'd be like. That's one hundred twenty feet around. Yeah, I'll scout it out. If if I need if uh, if it's dangerous, I'll come back. Okay, Ruprecht by reflex more than anything gallops through the air. It seems probably unnecessary, but he makes good progress over the calm, placid lake. Well, he just floated with like his legs dangling. He looked like some sort of horrible Welsh folk spirit or something. That's what all the key ridden do. <laughs> um, as you go over some of the pieces of wood debris and water weeds. You move closer to the boat, and you can see a man. Even from dis- this distance, you can tell he's thin, dressed in heavy, poorly maintained clothing. The type someone would wear almost out to a storm on the sea. 
he seems huddled together, clutching to a fishing pole. The boat seems mostly empty, um, but for a single box, wicker, more of a basket except for the cover, the fishing pole, a net, and a bag made of uh, just a thick cloth. I'm not much of a water person. uh, Ahoy there. Upon hearing you, he shifts almost in as if you stirred him from a slumber. It's jolting, jerky, and he looks up to you, his eyes sunken into his face. As you get closer, you can see from what is around him that he is emaciated. His eyes almost don't seem to register that you're there other than they're looking at you, and he blinks slowly, ponderously. All right, this is going to seem like a hallucination, but no, I actually am here riding a flying horse. As you say that, he looks back down, his head tilts up and down, nodding, but almost as if shifting back into a sleep. As he does so, a hand, aching, shaking, reaches behind him, the other one clasped to the fishing pole. As he pulls up the rucksack, there is a noise from inside it, muffled. How big is this rucksack? It's, as he starts maneuvering it a couple feet across, about two four feet in length. It's bundled, lumpy. Right, he pulls okay. it over the edge, and with a splash it falls into the water. What What was that about? Save that dude. Without thinking, I'm gonna fucking jump into the water. Off of Ruprecht? Yep. Alright. I got uh, athletics. Right, uh, make me acrobatics. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> the worst. Even added. I'm sure it's a zero. Yep, there it is. <laughs> Twelve. You fall into the water, it is... Not particularly comfortable of a landing, and the water is chilly and unwelcoming, and you are not trained for leaping out of things into water, especially for how solid it is still. Um, take two points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, does not reduced by your armor. Dang it. Well, it's not magical bludgeoning. You're getting rattled around in there, you piece of shit. Fine, I take Your armor is doing points. the actual damage. <laughs> As you impact, you hear a hoarse word creep from his lips as you swim towards the bag. Gomble. With that, as the others row up and see this happening, and you move to wrench that open, everyone would please roll me initiative. Uh Big three! Give me a second, need to write these down. Just do this, because of my character. Everyone prep yours and have it ready for yourselves. Don't tell me yet. I'm going to go counting down. Jesus, I'm going to roll. Wait, I need to roll it twice. I can do that. Hey, I recognize that token. Me too. And since he got you guys a little bit of time, I'm actually going to move that boat a little closer. Like, this will do fine. Whoa. <laughs> Excuse me while I crack my player's handbook open to uh, swimming rules. Are we planning to do the whole fight? Uh, we can make it go up to just a certain point, and then I can save the initiative if you're good and tired. I mean, I can go get coffee. I just need to move my setup around if we're going to uh, late. I think the fight is very resolvable, but depending on, you know, if you guys do very poorly, it might go late. So, your preference, I can do either. That's fine. Super late may not be good for me. Awesome. Next week would probably be fine. Also, I'm feeling a little trashy myself. That's fine. We can wrap this up in a moment. I just want at least... I think a round should do it. Let's see if we can kill it around, guys. I believe in us. I don't know, without Grimhild being able to go all uh, leaf blower on them, who knows? What, like in the Warhammer sense? I don't know, I just couldn't think of a good uh, description for uh, whirling blades. 
Okay, so if everyone's got their things up... anything but leaf blower. (laughs) If everyone's got their stuff, uh, so, okay, 25 to 20. 19 to 15. 19. 14 to 10. Uh, 12. 10. 9 to 5. 5. 9. How's it going, Conrad? 3's how's it going. (laughs) So, okay. To everyone else out there, you can see as Conrad leaps off the side of his floating horse and plunges directly into the dark water next to this boat. The wave from it washes and rolls under it. The man seems unfazed. Uh, so, Grimhild, you can uh, row the boat closer, which is not particularly fast, or you can get out and swim, which is also not particularly fast, but it is potentially faster. Um, I'm wearing heavy armor, so I don't know how well that would work. That's, uh, let me check the swimming rules right that I got right here. I would assume disadvantage. You know, no, because this game is not about making things really complicated like that. Um, no, I don't think so. From looking at it, you just move slower, like anyone else. They want you to have, be able to have really cinematic water combats. They don't want to punish you for climbing into water too much. Like, you get negatives because you're slow in water, but that's about it. Sweet. Range three crossbows a kit. What's this dude look like? He is thin, gray-faced stubble around the edges that's gotten out of control from being stubble but isn't well maintained in any sense um emaciated a bit aged wrinkled across the face dressed in very heavy dense clothing every move he makes either seems like he's in a trance almost sleepwalking or at least just so tired as to be nothing because um make me an athletic test just see how well you do i was 25 that grabs me pretty well I'm in the back. The boat just kind of does that speedboat thing where it's like angling up. That's so where uh, where are you intending to move towards? Just give me a direction. I'll move you what I think is reasonable. North. Just straight north? And then maybe a little bit east, but mostly north. I'm going to get up to who's diving. Like that? Okay. Grove. And then you. Can you help row the boat? No. No. <laughs> I know. Um, I will... Come right... I'm in the sea. He's in the sea. Never to be seen again. Uh, he'll hold action for anything to breach around the boat, like in this. Let's see, like if you, yeah, let's do it here. So if anything comes up around this area, he'll just shoot. So hold action to shoot. In which area? Uh, between the bow and Conrad. So generally, the sure. It's a two hundred range bow. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, and then you will be excited because, yeah, boat ride! Excellent. All right. Nick. Um. Okay, so like Nick is aware of his own swim speed. Do I think I could pull faster than the boat? If strong people keep pushing the boat, not necessarily. However, at the same time, you would be able to move on your own locomotion so you could get ahead of where you are currently. Okay, yeah. He will, you know, uh, take a big old leap and dive into the water and uh, start heading over. Sure, one moment. This book is being really inconvenient of telling me where I need to look for swim speeds. I've been looking for it this entire time, and it's being real inconvenient. It just says chapter 8, but this doesn't broken up into chapters in that way. Oh, there it is, champ. One sec. Apologies. Okay, here it is. Uh, chapter 8. Here we go. Uh, yeah, it's just... Um, Half speed, if you make an athletics check, I'll let you make full speed. Okay. Uh, however, that would be uh, 
Well, it wouldn't necessarily be an action. Um, I'd consider that your bonus action. The athletics check? Yeah. Okay. So then I will... Uh, yeah, athletics. Need a level, so this can be one of his uh, expertise. Yeah, seven. Uh, I guess he drowns. You still are able to swim. You just don't make as much progress as you'd like against the water. It's heavy, and even in your time swimming in Nefalia, you rarely had to swim to save people. Most of the time, your battles were on shore. Yeah, so that's um, I'm dashing, so it's half my speed, but I get twice of it, so it's thirty. Sure. Yeah. Okay, and as you plow through the water, we move on to Illyria. Um, I'm just going to push the boat, because there's nothing... I mean, I could get out and swim, but it's probably better to get the boat closer. It's your discretion. Fine, I'll push the boat. You can make me a strength check to add to rolling, or if you have some other creative method of doing it. I had the worst idea. I'm just going to do a strength check, though. Because grabbing Nick with the thorn whip is a... It's propelling device wouldn't be good. You pull him back and hurt him. Why would you do that to me? (laughs) He said other creative ideas and that just popped into my brain. Nah, that's stupid. Listen, it was creative, it wasn't helpful, so thank you for (laughs) self-regulating. Thank you for appreciating my strain. I made a 15. Okay. You continue to put some muscle behind it, digging some of the spare oars deep into the water. It doesn't go as well as you'd like. Your muscles straining to create the cascading water to propel you forward. But you start getting there. More distance. Not quite catching up with Nick. Um, is I mean, the horse at water level? No, he was above it. Cause, okay. And it hasn't come back to his turn yet. No, no, no. I was, I was going to uh, climb up the horse and, and jump off of it to try to not swim for a while. And that's but... fair, and you can probably do that if Conrad has him sink next turn. Okay. Uh... Which does actually bring us... Uh, oh, excuse me. Faustus was on here. I am already fucking up. Faustus. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I should probably uh, keep Fly running for a minute so he'll row the boat. Okay. Making a strike check. 11. Uh, okay. You make a little bit of ground. It's not very much, especially considering what everyone else has already done, pushing against the tide as the water rolls back. But you start pulling up next to Nick again. You can see the man very clearly now as he is leaning back, head pointed upwards, eyes closed, lips loosely parted as they're dried and cracked. His hands gently rest holding this fishing pole as it's held into the tide. It's almost reverent. Conrad. Hmm? Wow, it made made it back to me. Uh, I'm going to try and get that bag. Okay. Uh, Make me an athletics test to both swim properly for the little bit you need to to go down and to wrangle it open. I presume you want to open it. Yes. Um, I rolled a natural 13, which works out to a 20. Damn, all right. Um, you swim downwards, your armor helping you sink in the one way that you can imagine it being properly useful. And as you fall down, you wrench open the cord. It gives you a bit of trouble, and you end up just tearing off most of the top of the bag with your brute strength. As it comes free, uh, you see a tangle of curly black hair and pale skin, garish clothing underneath. It's a girl, a small one. She's writhing around, but not very well. You can get your hand under her arm, and as you do so, you manage to pull upwards as you use what's left of your strength to lift you to the surface without needing catching your breath as you get up there. She sputters and coughs, doesn't have much time to say anything. Just... <laughs> As you do so, 
You feel something as you rise. The waters swell. All of you feel it as the boat begins curving upwards. Oh, before I forget, would you like Ruprecht to sink or do anything else other than sink to the water level? Uh, nope, I'm fine with him being up above the water. <laughs> okay, that's fair. How high above the water? Um, no more than 30 feet. Okay. <laughs> and as the water rolls, the man once again almost whispers, but it's too loud for that. It's almost as if his voice hasn't had to work for a while. Come on. Gommel, deliver them back to me. You feel a swell beneath you, Conrad. The force enough to push you back. Oh, before I forget, let me... And from below, something large, massive, wrenches itself from the depths. And under the boat, its jaw wraps. Which boat? Oh, okay. That's the name. It encompasses the wooden structure around the man, the mouth moving straight upwards. And as it closes, you hear a splintering noise. Whether of wood, just, or bone as well, you're unsure. As it closes around it, and then sinks back down into the water. With a mighty splash. The monstrous catfish turns towards you. Gray eyes. Blue-black body. It's long tendrils flowing backwards as they probe left and right. And then it opens its mouth. Inside, you can see the shattered pieces of gray wood. And what remains of the bloody body of the fisherman, Bluto. It rolls across this great, gray-pink tongue as it sinks into the back of his throat. The mouth closes again, threshing the water next to it, making it bow down, the tide pulling you slightly closer, right next to its gray, milky eyes. It stares at you for a moment ponderously, for its tail splashes against the water again, driving it forward. And with that, since uh, we're running a bit low on time, uh, we'll call an end to the session there uh, and pick it up next week. Seems dramatically appropriate. Um, all right, with that, good night, Internet.